0: guess what folks yes it is time for another episode of your favorite podcast your favorite model railroad podcast which is model railroad talk with me your host the bandit so um for starters we apologize we don't have our intro train thing For some reason we're having technical difficulties we didn't realize it until after we published Um, while we do listen to this um, before we upload it you know make sure things are good um didn't pay attention to that that slipped through the cracks um so that train horn sound passing by that we normally use for these intros um and at the end of the podcast i can't tell you why it's not working um we have everything set up the same way so we've got to work on that so Unfortunately, for this episode, and until May, hopefully by the next episode, we will have that fixed. So, in today's episode, we are going to discuss—you guessed it by the title—wood or foam. Um, you're building your railroad. You got the uh, framework done. Do you put wood, plywood top, or do you use foam, or do you use a combination? We dive into that in this episode. We also talk about our model railroad our model railroad talk railroad which is the iowa eastern railroad um a little bit about the signals that we temporarily put up testing them out how we're going to do this we talk about that plus we actually have um this company from or actually this company railroad showcase sent us their newest blu-ray disc uh video the great western steam up we do a review on this all in this episode so Stick around. We're going to get the show on the tracks. That's right. We are in this episode. We are in this together, folks. You and me. And I appreciate you being here. I always do. I appreciate the, I can't tell you the response that I've been getting through TikTok and emails and um, just is, uh, uh, overwhelming. I mean, and, and, and in a good way, not in a bad way, but it's, it's, um, it's, it's definitely interesting to once you get going, you know, and you start at, you know, at the beginning it was like, okay, I had, you know, thumbs up or stuff like that. You know, you're kind of like, well, okay. I'm, I think I'm doing good, <clears throat> but then, uh, it's not until you start getting the emails, You start getting the comments, you start getting the follows that you realize you're doing something right, I guess. I do know, you know what? Hey, we all make mistakes. I understand that, and I do, and I'm the first to admit, um, when I know I made a mistake. So and um, so yeah, I mean, and this the you all you listeners emailing, um and and you know, supporting us, I I, it, the i can't tell you guys enough thank you thank you thank you <clears throat> um you know it it from the bottom of my heart thank you um first i'd like to announce we have our first uh patreon paying member um um angie uh c from iowa um has become our first uh patreon supporting member um she has she gets access to these episodes um so like when this episode is we're done recording this episode and everything's ready we upload it to patreon and she has access to it meet imme- like within 24 hours or less of us recording it so no waiting until the following saturday um to get it i mean you get it immediately plus as we are doing this right now it's something new we're doing um right now it's only when i'm doing a solo show not having somebody in um but um until we get the logistics worked out but right now um, i am literally uh, recording live on facebook live in our private model railroad talk group um, which is for our paying supporters and that's just another benefit you get the video there you get um, access to this audio immediately or almost immediately so Um, so if that's something you're interested in, um, you can either become a paying supporter through this, uh, podcast, uh, uh, Spotify, you can make a one-time donation and that's great. Um, you can, um, make, you can send a donation to model railroad talk at gmail.com through PayPal, or you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash model railroad talk. and you can become a paying supporter there. Um that's just three bucks a month. We actually added another level, um, which is five dollars a month, and you will get um a a model railroad talk sticker. So we're see, we're constantly trying to work on getting our our supporters and paying supporters more and more. So um and our regular our regular listeners, I mean we're we're trying to work with that too. I mean that's why we have um, our TikTok channel um go over there where we just literally uploaded another short uh, update on the model railroad talk layout um which is the iowa eastern railroad um we just uploaded another video on there and we are slowly but surely working on our youtube page so um check those out um once we hit a thousand uh, followers on tick tock and once we hit i want to say it's 25 or 50 um subscribers on youtube um we will be able to go live on those and we will do live on those for um for our regular listeners you know um you got to get something as well so anyways let's move on to the show here so um and uh one last thank you would be <clears throat> an email to Robert P um I want to say he's from around Chicago I'm not sure but I just received an email from him um on Saturday um while I have read it I have not responded back yet just been busy I'm going to respond and he brings up some good uh subjects topics in his email um so we're going to talk about that um, in another episode but um So this episode we are talking about, and um, so you put your bench work up, are you gonna use a plywood top? And if you do, what kind of plywood? Or are you gonna go foam? Or are you gonna use plywood with homosote? I mean, that's what we're talking about today. It's not so much the, um, okay, you're going to use cork road bed or foam road bed or whatever. This is more, what are you going to lay your track on? Um, so I guess, yeah, it is kind of that same thing, but this was sent in, um, um, actually talking with yet another, uh, listener, Benjamin Z from, uh, Arizona who will actually end up being on, uh, more than likely our next episode. um, he sent us an email and we've been emailing back and forth and and with some ideas and stuff and this is something that actually he thought of and and i like it it kind of goes along with you know this podcast is new we're trying to help the beginners plus the the people coming back into the hobby plus the existing people in the hobby so um and this is a subject that gets tossed around a lot i found in groups on facebook social media whatever and that is you know you're building a railroad um doesn't matter what size of railroad or what gauge or scale um what do you use okay you get your framework up um so like for me and i'm gonna start this with like what i'm doing and then we can move from there maybe that way give you a picture if you don't um understand you know foam homo that kind of thing so um i am doing a plywood top half inch uh, i'm actually using osb and i know what everybody says about osb oh you know um and then i'm using um woodland scenics foam roadbed. the reason why i'm going with this woodland scenics um a i i don't have really i mean yeah while i would prefer midwest cork um products there's i also know there is and was a shortage um of their cork. And when that happens, that tends to drive the price up because people want want that and they'll pay more and yada yada yada. So um I was I had access to the Woodland Scenics. So I like, all right, you know what? Let's give it a try. So far I like it. But this isn't a review about that. So what most people will say, uh, you know, what the OSB, oh, if you get it wet, it's gonna, you know, start chipping apart and so on and so forth yes you're right but if you coat the wood which most of us do you know we're gonna put some sort of paint layer down on our base right you know whether it be dark brown light brown tan whatever i mean i don't care if you use you know i would hope you wouldn't use like a bright yellow or something because that's going to be hard to cover but um but you know what i mean um some court kind of paint that is going to give you that layer of uh, moisture protection yes underneath you're not going to paint it's but if if you support your your top well enough it's going to be fine so the reason why i went with osb is because the price of osb compared to regular just regular old building half inch building plywood is you know is You know about a third less and i wanted to be able to get as far as i could with my dollar um so there's that option plywood whether you want to use osb regular plywood good one side you know what it boils down to is what you want to use as far as the wood and what you can afford so the next thing is and what a lot of people will do is um whether you are going and we've discussed this in previous episode cookie cutter design or you're just slapping down you know um you know two foot by eight foot or whatever size four by eight sheet of plywood okay um a lot of people will go with homo so which is a fiber like a paper fiber board um you know and then they'll cut it to whatever size of roadbed you know ho and scale whatever and they'll bevel it and all this and that and they'll lay that down the reason why you do that is a laying track directly on to your plywood top which would work if you're doing say a siding that you wanted a different level um you know it's fine for doing that my personal opinion is not laying flat on um the the wood top because you will get a lot of noise even after you get scenery you'll get a lot of uh unwanted noise from when you're running trains and stuff over it so the homo so a helps quiet that down but also b um you can bevel it you can cut it in strips and bevel it and 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 um give you that angle for your road bed you know look and put your ballast down and give you that ballast uh, profile. <clears throat> now, if you don't want to go that far, there's nothing wrong with taking the homosote, laying it on top of the plywood, and um, just laying your track on top of there. But whether, and then you can, I've seen people do that, and then they go back and just with a knife cut the, the ditches out. You know, that's possible too. The other uh, option that is very common is for somebody to say take build their bench work, wood bench work framework <clears throat> but instead of using any kind of plywood or anything like that wood product for the top they use foam two inch one inch foam um, generally most people i wouldn't recommend under one inch but most people will use like inch and a half to two inch for a thickness which is you know that pink or blue foam that you get it's the solid stuff you don't want to use the white stuff that will not end well for you. I mean, if you use it for scenery, building a hill or something, that's perfectly fine, but you do not want to use the white bead stuff or whatever you want to call it for, um, the base (laughs) a, it's not as strong, but B it's very, very messy. But, um, you know, you can take the pinks like in my area, it's generally the pink stuff. Um, and you let you cut it, like you would plywood only you're using a knife you cut it down like in my case on my base um i would cut say like two foot by four or two foot wide by eight foot long or whatever length i need and then you you can use construction adhesive like liquid nails or what have you and they actually make a foam compatible really good one i unfortunately do not know uh, the manufacturer of it but they make it and you just put that along your framework Put you know put your cut piece whatever size it needs to be, uh, foam set it on there, and then generally you're gonna want some sort of weight whether it's old magazines books whatever, you know I mean unless you want to lay up there or sit up there you can do that too for you know four to six hours and take a nap whatever but you need to you need to get, have some uh, pressure on it so the adhesive sets up well and stuff. The advantages of using the uh, foam is a it's lighter um and you can actually lay your track directly onto it if you want to and then cut your ditches like you can with the homosote um but the homosote remember you you can't lay homosote just straight over your your framework you actually have to have plywood or some sort of base under it but you can cut your ditches you can actually if you do like a two inch foam you can actually cut in little uh ravines and stuff before you lay your track down and actually you have a little ravine and you know a and the other thing too it's easy to cut so if you want to put a river in you know you're not gonna be making as much of a mess cutting this with a knife as you would say plywood and then you know because plywood you get plywood dust everywhere and what that kind of thing so it's got every way has its positive and negative um i Personally, if I went foam again, my last railroad was a foam top. I I used minimum, I used two inch as my base and then I still use cork product, uh, Midwest cork for the road bed on it because I wanted the profile and I wanted to quiet it down. Now here's the negative of using foam. A lot of people have claimed and looking back on it, um, yes, foam can actually amplify the sound of your trains running you know so like the clickety-clack that you get over you know um, connections and turnouts and stuff it can actually amplify that and it can even do that if you have like say foam uh, roadbed set down or I'm sorry not foam uh, cork roadbed set down and the cork roadbed's supposed to help quiet it down which under normal circumstances it does um, and it does on on foam base as well but that's kind of the negative that it it you know like when my old my uh old layout that i had years ago you know i had a lot of sound locomotives and certain areas of my railroad like if it was going say through a lot of switches like through a yard like if it it had to go from you know the main line and go over to like a siding just to get back onto the main line because it was the main line was blocked through that area you know, go through a lot of switches and stuff. Even with the sound locomotive, because I had the sound turned down to a reasonable level, to where you had to pretty much be right by the locomotive to hear the sound, because I didn't want it to overpower. Um, the clickety clack would sometimes, um, take over for sound. So, uh, you know, if that's something that that you think may bother you, you know, you may look into going with wood um a different route you know doing like say a half inch wood uh half inch plywood top or thickness and you know homosote or roadbed on there um what i've noticed on my railroad like i've stated i've i'm using half inch osb um i'm using the mid, or i'm sorry um woodland scenic's foam roadbed and i'm doing the rolls um and what i've noticed is while yes you're always going to get that clickety clack especially where i'm running metal wheel sets i'm running intermountain wheel sets um you know through turnouts and stuff it's at a i guess the best way to put it an enjoyable level um and sound because it's not so overpowering like it would be if the if the track was directly on the plywood or um on directly on foam board you know um i like the the little bit of the sound I just don't want it to be overpowered you know and that's the way I am but you know if you're the type that you absolutely love that clickety clack sound and that and you don't even care about putting a sound locomotive on or sound in your locomotives you just want to hear the trains run and the clickety clack you know honestly the best way to go I'll tell you is foam um still run you know your cork or foam roadbed on top of the foam but you know go with the foam top um, so I'm actually in I'm nowhere near getting my second level built, but I'm still um in the planning stages um of okay, what am I gonna do? Because I'm gonna be limited on space between the bottom level and the top. I'm gonna have roughly 14 inches, and that's gonna have to include my framework. And whatever I decide for the base to be able to lay the track on. Um, so I'm still in the stage of, do I want to go with foam for the upper? Now, it being on the second level, um, it's going to amplify more. and um, But the advantages of the foam are it's going to be lighter. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to have to go with two inch foam. I would be able to support it easier. And with it being on the second level, however, um, it's, it's going to be louder and foam right now, two inch foam, a sheet of four by eight is two and a half to three times of what a half inch piece of OSB would cost. So I, that's where I'm at. It's still early stages. Cause I still got to finish up the, my first uh bottom level and um the reason why i haven't finished that up yet is because i what i was the, the more i was building my railroad i was getting to the other end of the yard and if some of you ha- are on tick tock or 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 um youtube i've done put some videos up on there even our facebook page um at the one end of the yard um i was just going to go into a loop but I didn't like that idea. It was gonna to be too tight and everything. So I've decided I'm actually gonna go around the walls and I've got some logistics to work out because it's gonna to have to go behind, say, like my computer monitor and around my computer desk because I'm limited to that. Unfortunately, I can't get the girlfriend to let me move my, you know, base computer up to the spare bedroom. And frankly, we don't we don't have the space for it. So I've got to be able to get that behind my monitors and around and everything else so the logistics of it that's what's keep me from getting it done but um but yeah you know each has their own positives and negatives um folks i'm not here to tell you which is better uh there's people out there oh you got to do this a true railroad you know what folks like like we say on this podcast you know it, no judgments it's your railroad you know if, if you if you can only afford to go to the hobby sh- or go to the um you know like home depot or lowe's you know and you can only afford one of those two foot by four foot pre-cut pieces right now you know what buy it buy a section of track and maybe a turnout or something lay a tra- lay a track on there and build a a display You can always incorporate that display into a railroad down the road you know so but how you build it is yes while there's going to be better ways than others um the biggest thing and we have discussed this i want to one of the first few episodes you know your framework needs to be fitting to what your top is going to be so if you you know your top if you're going a plywood top versus a foam top you're gonna your framework's gonna have to be about the same although the framework or the foam top you can probably get away with a few less as long as you're going a thick enough top i wouldn't go anything under one inch i would recommend minimum inch and a half to two inch um you can actually get away with you know say not putting you know three or four cross pieces in versus you know you can put one maybe two in in between your end pieces where with like i'm doing half inch osb so i need to put that extra uh support in um and and yeah you're thinking well plywood even osb is strong you know, the way it's structured it's not um you, you're gonna want it for make sure it doesn't warp foam you're not going to get that warping unless something some major catastrophe happens or you don't glue it down well enough or use the right glue to your framework so that's the key with the foam is make sure you use a a foam compatible glue but make sure because i this i did this on my last layout i got in a hurry and didn't uh didn't let my weights or whatever sit long enough because I wanted to move on to the next section and before I knew it my I had a couple of corners that were picking up and then to try to put them back down I would have had to lift the whole piece, scrape off all the old uh construction adhesive and start over. I didn't I was able to make it work but I should have done it right. So um so yeah reach out to us. What kind of what kind of base top are you using? Are you using Plywood are you using foam? Um, what combination are you using? are you know are you using foam with cork roadbed or are you just put laying your track straight on the foam or you know are you using plywood and using either foam or or, or, or uh, cork roadbed? Reach out to us Moroadtalk at gmail.com Go to our website www.modelrailroadtalk.com. Or you can reach out to us through one of these platforms um here on spotify we're starting to utilize more of its features so uh we're doing q a and and polls so um at the end of this one we'll actually have a poll on um you know are using plywood top foam top so you know just scroll down and put your input in um We'd love to hear from you. Like we said, the emails we're getting. Um, we'll talk more a little bit more about that in the next section after the break. But um, but yeah, reach out to us, let us know. Um, um one other thing we added, we are on Skype now as well, and that would be under our email address, model railroadtalk at gmail dot com. You can reach out to us through there and send us a message. Um during the week, month well most anytime if you send us a message um and um we will try to get back to you as soon as we can um we're generally at work during the week and um you know we get home from work and you know like anybody you're tired i try to keep up on top of it um but very very soon we are finishing up some some um what do you want to say um, background stuff for us, if you will, we will actually have a dedicated phone number for our podcast. Now it will not be manned. It'll be made, basically does the de, designed for you to call and leave a message. Um, you know, and, and if need be, we can call you back or whatever, you know, or we can message you back. Um, this number will be for calling or sending a text message. Um, like I said, we that is not manned. So if you send us a message, say in the middle of the day or you know late at night, we may not get to it till it, you know. Give us 24 hours to be able to at least see it. So look at that coming. Hopefully, we'll have that out by the end of July. I'm hoping by August 1st we will be able to give you guys that number and have that as another option for you. So see, we're growing. We're trying to make this better so stick around um, for the second part um and we're gonna take a break and when we come back we are gonna talk a little bit more about model trains and then we have a review and the review is going to be pretty in-depth um because it's um of a blu-ray that just is getting released or just either has just released or is getting ready to be released. Um, this company reached out to us, asked if we'd review it and put it on our our uh, review it for our listeners, and we said sure. And they sent it to us. So stick around for that as well. Are you enjoying our podcast? Great. Um, we couldn't do this without you, listeners, and all your feedback and. Um, obviously sharing this podcast. Um, if you would like to support us, um, you can uh, go to patreon.com. Um, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and become a supporter for just $3 a month. There's no added fees um, on your end. Um, none of that. Um, you will have access to every episode at minimum one week ahead of time. Um, we generally upload 24 hours after we record it. Um, There's some uh, videos that we put on there. Just update videos um, of our, the model railroad talk uh, layout. And we're looking at adding some more stuff to it. Um, But yeah, just $3 a month. um, That's all it is. Um, You can also, if you you don't know Patreon or you you don't want to join another platform through Spotify here um, at the bottom of our description um, of each episode you click on that link that will take you to a spotify um supporter page i guess is the best way to put it and it allows you three different support levels um and it all safely through uh uh, spotify and the other last thing you could do um we do have a model railroad talk uh paypal account which is model railroad talk at gmail.com if you would like to just make like a one-time donation rather than um um, a monthly—that's perfectly fine. We use your uh, use your uh, generous generous support for upgrading equipment um, and maintaining equipment mainly right now, and um, but also at, once we get enough uh, support built up, um, we're going to start doing uh, purchasing items for reviews, and then we will in turn start having um, contests, whatever uh, drawings. Uh, so you, as our supporter um, have a chance at winning, um, something we review. So thank you for your support and, um, keep listening. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you for sticking around. Um, yes, we, um, may have noticed our podcast. We are doing, um, and advertisement now um not only do we do for our patreon you know to try to gain paying subscribers um to help us grow this podcast both with equipment um and like we said we we really like to be able to get it to where we can start actually maybe start someday down the road purchasing that brand new locomotive that a certain manufacturer releases and you know be able to review it and then you know be able to give it away to our paying subscribers have a have a contest or a drawing or something you know that's that's the plan but it all unfortunately 95 percent of everything in life now takes money so um you know and i have things outside my um hobby other things that i have to put money to besides bills and stuff so you know um Unfortunately, we have to do that um that's why the spotify ad um you do hear um is you know we do get it's not a lot um but every time you know a person listens to it, we get a little bit of change and um but uh the more people that listen to it and you know that those few you know nickels or whatever it, it, we get for it or less you know it adds up over time so um Anyways, to move on, so the first part of this podcast we were talking about um are you, do you use a plywood top or foam top or you know um and if you use one, you know what kind of roadbed do you use or do you use roadbed at all? <clears throat> um you know, there's really no right way or wrong way. There's just I, I guess the wrong way would be you building a railroad and not making it sturdy enough and you knock trains off the track every time you bump it you know that would be i guess the wrong way but how you get there you know what it's your railroad you know so um before we jump into the little bit of a lengthy um product review um if you are on any of our uh social media outlets whether it be Facebook or TikTok <clears throat> I don't know if we have a video yet up of this on our YouTube page yet or not um like I said uh I was on vacation last week and then uh the week before that I had a medical procedure done so um yeah, the last couple of weeks have been kind of crazy. So, um, hopefully we can get back on track with everything here now. So trying to get caught up now with the podcast and everything, but anyways, um, I had purchased some signals. They're the tall ones, you know, um, trackside signals for the trains. Um, I purchased them online and they, they're the three color red, yellow, green. And, I when i f first started this um layout, I knew that I wanted to get more into prototypical operations. While yes, mine my railroad is uh freelanced, it's the Iowa Eastern Railroad, but it's based off of prototypical operations. And we've discussed this you know with the interchange beyond the basement, you know. Right now I've got uh one track that quote unquote goes off to say another railroad. Um I will have a second one, which would be in a sense the opposite direction, you know, like this one. I haven't quite decided east west north south yet. Um that will come as the railroad gets built, but I'll have another one that basically goes the opposite direction of my existing one. So if this one's going south to a railroad, the other one's gonna go north. So, but um but my thing is is my railroad and and i've said this before my railroad's basically going to be two towns next to each other so um you know like minneapolis st paul or you know um i don't know you know like uh, omaha council bluffs kind of thing so my trains really aren't gonna be going out high speed uh per se or long drags mine's more or less going to be a double deck switching layout i mean there's going to be a little bit in between the towns but not a lot um because i want mine to be more of a switching operational layout so when i started this i was like i you know i was thinking am i gonna do track side signals you know i know some people they they love them and railroads in the past that I've operated that have had them like actually operating like the real railroads you know operate them it was a blast I mean it added another element to operating the trains I mean you really felt like you were in that locomotive you know and you were actually running a real train up and down I mean of course we are it is but it's a small one right so I wanted to, I guess, portray, give that feeling, whatever, um, without getting into the full operational scheme of the lights, okay? Um, bear with me, folks. I have to take a drink here. Um. So, I, you know, and, and the other thing, too, I wanted it, I, I, you know, and I'm thinking setting up as I'm setting up here and, you know, um, and, and especially now that I have my yard track done, my two main lines done, I've got basically the track work in this first section done. Um, I, I started thinking, okay, if I was a visitor to this railroad, to my railroad, what can I do to make it easier to understand operate um you know um and and I was thinking back to like in the past when I've visited other railroads and um operated you know what you know what what would help what would have helped me that wasn't there so I started thinking okay well as some of you may know um if you if you're on some of our social media um i'm using um with the exception of i think i have five of them caboose industry um ground throws but the rest of my railroad is actually going to be slide switches electrical 12 volt slide switches um and i originally was just going to use those because i like how they operate there a little more um once you get them set up and 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 lined up right with the with the turnout point um you know it's a sturdier more solid uh, switch if you will so when you slide it from one side to the other it's just it's more solid where the like the comboo industries you know if you get the ones that have like the little spring or whatever in them i mean while yes that's designed so if you run through um one run through that switch in the wrong direction you know it, it, you're not it's not supposed to derail i've never had good luck with those so um you know let's face it you shouldn't be running through the switch <laughs> but um so i i originally put those in but then i got to thinking you know what if i were to put lights in um i wanted to put you know i was thinking fascia but i don't i want people's focus to be on that train that they are running i don't want to take away from that so i got to thinking and i found these switches online well yes they were inexpensive ones i they came in a five pack i think i spent 12 bucks and they had the three leds in it and they already had the resistor i mean uh, although the wire is very very fine and it's a pain to strip but i got i got two of them to work but i start thinking well i've got these slide switches and why not use these trackside lights because i'm not going to use them for necessarily operating telling a train they can go or not because my railroad the vicinity it's in i'm not going to have a dispatcher's desk um you're basically going to be able to look more or less across the room and okay hey i'm coming through you know that kind of thing so you're not going to need the signaling switches to you know tell the trains to stop but i'm using them to show which way the turnouts are are thrown so Um, and I've, I've actually got, um, some dwarf ones on order. Now I just ordered them today or yesterday. Um, and those are just two light ones. Um, but basically if the switch is thrown one way, um, you know, I'm going to have it, um, like the, in a sense, the main line coming into the switch, if it's thrown, you know, straight, like the straight part of the turnout, you're going to have nothing but a green. If you flip the switch the other way um to where you're gonna be going on the on the trailing point, um, or the you're gonna be merging, if you will, off of the main line, it'll show a green and a yellow. Um, so that way you know, okay, you're going to the this track or you're staying on the main, the straight through. And then on the back side of them, um, which down the track a little bit, I'm gonna put these dwarf ones in, which are gonna be red or green, which will basically tell you if you're going the opposite way. Um, you'll have the green if the if the turnout is thrown for you, you'll have the red if it's not. Um, and that's what I'm doing. I figured it would help, um, new people to the railroad. If when they start, when I get to that point where I start having people come over and operate, um, you know, it'll be easier to, okay, I'm on this track. I've got a red light. I need to walk down and throw that switch, that kind of thing, you know? um or i've got the green i'm good to go or i'm coming in and i am i'm on the diverging route so um i need to slow down a little more than you know if i had just the straight green kind of thing so anyways that's kind of a little side note to what um what uh i'm doing on my railroad but i've had i have some videos i put up both facebook page i did it on my facebook page for my actual railroad which is look it up iowa eastern railroad that's got its own page and then obviously on our model railroad talk um facebook page in our private group plus i have it on tiktok and like i said i don't know if it's on the youtube channel yet but if not i will get that up there so um next thing we are moving on to our uh review um so this is officially our first review that um the company sent us and i guess more or less requested if you know asked us if we would like to review their 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 product and so i reached back to him it was through an email i reached back to him and after couple of emails back and forth you know they were like sure you know we'll send you one out so they sent this out to me i received this about two weeks ago i believe it was unfortunately with um the medical procedure i had and then um you know going on vacation i didn't get a chance to watch it until um a couple days ago um but it is very very cool um okay so this is called the great western steam up um it is uh produced by robinson enterprises Um, basically they go by railroad showcase and their website is www.rrshowcase.com or you can look them up on youtube under railroad showcase um for their channel but um this is the main program on this blu-ray we're going to start with the technical stuff then we'll go into the other the 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 main part of the program like when you put this blu-ray in your player and you press play the main program is an hour and 37 minutes long um which is really cool because a lot of videos i know i've got other videos that um of now this is of real steam locomotives okay so this is not um a model railroad video this is actually real railroad stuff um but i've got other videos that are of real railroad stuff and they're only you know an hour long and this one you get an hour and 37 minutes but then there are special features Two and a half, a little over two and a half hours of special features. So um the main program basically there's nine engines um in this trackside aerial and and in-cab shots of these videos that they that they go through. Um all of them are at least a century old. Um many of them are actually 140 years old. Um and pulling passenger cars. So these have been restored to i mean beautiful beautiful locomotives um by these people out there um there uh there's plenty of uh interviews um history of the engines um interviews with the crews um you know and when they interview them it's not not all of them i mean some of the some of the people they interview yeah you know you have the locomotive in the background or there's some other background but when they're talking to you about this like the in cab views you actually see the engineer sitting there pulling levers and whatnot you know it's really really cool um it gives you a, um so this is actually based off of uh the virginia and truckee railroad it's uh was the that's dubbed we'll call it richest railroad in the world um so it's basically got the the history of that um and it goes over the 50 years of development of the nevada state railroad museum and their collection out there um and it it goes through the restoration details of many of the locomotives and engines you know even the logistics of it all so um high quality the picture is excellent um i watched it on i have an older blu-ray player it's a samsung and i've got a older 50 inch plasma um, which is probably my plasma tv that i watched it on was probably i don't know 11 years old 12 years old at least maybe more um but th- even with the blu-ray that their their video is the the picture on that was amazing I, it was very crisp and the sound was good um and and the views were just amazing um a lot of these locomotives are Are the uh, wood fire ones so it was just really neat and from a modeler's aspect if you're modeling that kind that time frame this is the dvd for you um even if you're modeling say coal fired still to see be able to have access to this um to see the workings of them it's it's and the scenery is just amazing. So the special features you get as well. Um, you get extended uh interviews, um, you get extra footage of the trains running. Um, and then they have what's called steaming up the Inyo and uh an 1875 wood burning four four or locomotive. Very, very cool, folks. I mean, it's uh just to see it, because I mean, most of most people think of. Um, while we know there are there were, wood burning locomotives, um, steam locomotives, most of us think when we say steam, and mo- even the general population think of coal, dirty coal fire and stuff. You know, they think oh dirty. You know, this is actually wood fired, and I'm telling you, it's really really cool stuff. Um, uh, then there's a presentation um by ed dickens the big boy and up steam so all that and bonus features so i mean you're you're getting for this dvd you're getting little over four hours or four, four and a quarter hours of video okay um and like i said you can go to their youtube channel railroad showcase on youtube and um see a preview of it um or you can go to their website www.rrshowcase.com um and if they don't have the preview on there i'm sure i I don't remember i I did go to their website but it was it was before i went on vacation um but i do remember i'm pretty sure there was a link to their youtube channel as well um but get this so this disc sells er, it for 24.95 for over four hours of video um I'm showing it to our live people right now, um, or if if you prefer, um, I know a lot uh, a lot of people nowadays don't prefer to have you know the the DVDs or the Blu-rays. You know, let's face it, they take up space. Why do that when you can stream it? Right, you can stream it, download it, and watch it on your phone wherever you go. Especially if you're traveling, um, you know, take it with you. Download it to your phone or tablet computer. Take it with you. You could actually stream it for fourteen ninety nine so if you don't want to buy the all out dVD blu-ray um you want to save a little bit of money and you're good with streaming something, you can actually stream it for fourteen ninety nine which isn't too bad of a deal, i would say um all in all um myself while yes, I love steam locomotives i love i love all trains i do um I am not a huge steam person as far as the modeling aspect while on my railroad yes I do have one steam locomotive um and unfortunately it's giving me fits with the programming of it so it may not be on the railroad much but um while I don't watch uh prototype or real train stuff that often um you know i'm more watching the modeling stuff this is a very it it kept my attention the whole time i was watching it um which is pretty pretty tough to or you know keep my attention unless it's modeling um and a lot of that's just because i'm i'm building my railroad right now so my focus is on getting ideas and stuff so honestly folks i mean my honest opinion on this and i uh, you know, I'm one of those I I've told you from the get go, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um the 2495 for this DVD, or I'm sorry, Blu-ray, or to stream it for 1499. Um, if you are going to be if you're a into steam locomotives, the older style, you know, we're talking like the 18 late 1800s, you know, um, the wild, wild west stuff, this is absolutely the Blu-ray show um whether you are streaming it or you buy the disc um this is this is it for you um go get it um or download it or get get your stream on um if you are modeling that era there again this is a great we talked about this in previous episodes of of using rail cams with steel highway that uh youtube channel that you know he sets up these cameras and you can watch the railroad if you're modeling that era, this is a, DV, uh, a disc. I keep calling it DVD. It's a Blu-ray. It is Blu-ray for a fact. Um, you know, you can revert back to this to help you model those details. Um, even if you say are modeling, you know, later steam or even diesel. And you want some great scenery? You want some great shots? You know you can pause it. Being a Blu-ray, you're gonna get the best possible picture. You can pause it and get great scenery ideas, I guess, coming from the modeling aspect. Um, so I would rate this. I would say um, we're we're just we're gonna call this official right now on model railroad talk. From this point forward, we are gonna have a grading scale of one to five one being you know what um or what we'll, no we're, we're, we're most everybody does one through five we're going to do zero to five you know what let's change it zero to six there we go so we can be different we're different here at model railroad talk you know I, and that's why you listen to this so zero to six so zero being you know what move along buddy try something different you know and six being the best possible you know you know what you do not delay go out and buy this thing right now okay um, i would give this um i would give this a 5.5 5. the only reason i'm doing that and this is nothing to do with the way they produce the the, the disc or anything like that only reason i'm doing this folks and this is my honest opinion is because i'm not into that 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 um that time frame as far as modeling so i'm looking at this from a model railroader standpoint okay um but if i was modeling that era you know, doing like you remember the movie Wild Wild West that Will Smith and all of them. If I was modeling that kind of era, like the golden spike kind of thing, you know, promontory point, I would give this a six. Um, so me being not really a big steam person, I'm diesel, um, more modern era. I am giving this a 5.5 out of our brand new. We're setting a record or we're setting something different here at Model Railroad Talk. Zero through six, I'm giving it a five point five. Like I said, the only reason I'm I'm not giving it a six is because I'm not into that. I mean, I I love I enjoyed watching it. Don't get me wrong. Um, and will I watch again? Absolutely. Um, I want to watch it again because it had a lot of things that intrigued me. Um, and I'm one. I I would like to watch it. I watch something over and over until I feel like I'm not picking up any more little things. Um, but I I definitely would recommend this to anybody that is going to be doing any kind of modeling in steam era for sure. Um, You know, just listening to the people as they built these, you know, the people talk about how they, when they built them, or I should say restored them and stuff like that. It can help you get that insight for your modeling of your steam stuff. So um, there you go. Uh, that is railroad showcase, um, www.rrshowcase.com, or you can go to YouTube and look them up. And that is railroad showcase and you can get a, um, a preview of it. They have a preview on there. I don't remember how long the preview is. I did watch that too, but, um, but no, very well done. Um, very well done to the producers, um, of this. Um, you know, at Robinson Enterprises Railroad Showcase, very, very good, very well done. Um, very impressed with it. Um, I know there's, I've, I've seen some of these in the past, not from them, but other ones that have been produced that have, you know, you pop it in and you're falling asleep because it doesn't have the footage that you're thinking, or it's just, the um uh, not very good quality picture. This has great quality picture folks. So very good folks. Um, very very good over there at railroad showcase so all right folks um we are about done um we don't want to go into another segment here so um thanks for listening to episode 14 um check us out on TikTok under model railroad talk um look us up on youtube which we're still building there all these we're still building um under guess what model railroad talk Um, you can email us model railroad talk at gmail.com. Um, or you can go to our website, www.model railroad talk. Guess what? Dot com. Um, or you can go to model railroad talk on Facebook. Um, no, we're not on Instagram or those others yet. Um, we want to get these three platforms or four platforms. We want to get our, we, we want to get, them worked in first and get all the little kinks worked out before we worry about anything else. So, um, or head on over to patreon.com forward slash model railroad talk, become a paying subscriber today, um, supporter, and you will have access to this. And uh, almost immediately, um, it generally takes us, remember, it generally takes us once we do an episode and get it all recorded, it takes us generally only um, an hour before we have it up and we'll have it put on to our Patreon site for our paying supporters. So head on over there, just three bucks a month. You can get in for that three bucks a month. Plus there's a seven day, um, risk free trial where they, you can cancel before the seven days is up. Um, you can get in there and get, see if it's for you or for five bucks a month, you get a sticker and you get a few more, um, benefits there too. So we're trying to keep it low enough that you know i mean in this economy let's face it you know you five to three to five dollars a month a lot of people like to put that towards their modeling but um if you decide to put it towards us we really appreciate it because it goes right back into it for you guys so we appreciate you listening you all be safe and thank you thank you thank you for all the emails and um next episode should be a good one if everything goes right we will actually have a listener um on with us so you all be safe and keep your railroad on the tracks